There you go. All right. So we are here today with Katrina Johnson from Morelli Entrepreneur Training Center for Women in Charleston, South Carolina. Welcome, Trina. Thank you. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yes. Well, thank you in the midst of all of this quarantine stuff for joining us. Can you kind of tell me as an entrepreneur and a small business owner, first tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do and how you got to do what you do. All right. Well, sure. I'll try to be brief, but um, <laughs> so I, um, you know, I've had a various, a varied career, right? Started with a um, journalism degree out of college and worked as a journalist for several years and then um, got into publishing and uh, book publishing. So worked for a publisher as a, yes, a editor for college and math books. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and then moved into magazines. And I was in the magazine and marketing for you know, one of publication for many, many years, um, which was great until I ran into a bad boss. And then um, decided that I wanted to do something new and different in my life and took a huge left turn and went to law school. Wow. So once I was in law school, I discovered I really kind of liked law. So when I graduated, passed the bar, I went ahead and opened my own firm. And so I was a practicing attorney for about 10 years. But during that time, I started, started with bankruptcy clients. They would come in to file bankruptcy, and then I would start just counseling them that you don't need to file bankruptcy, just run your business better. So I started doing seminars for business owners. And at some point, it became, I was much more interested in doing that than the law. So I made a decision, a lot of other things going on in the background, but I made the decision to close the law firm and just be a business consultant. So did that, moved to South Carolina, and everything was fine. There were, you know, a lot of other things going on, but I really felt this um, urge I needed to do something something specific. And so I actually was praying to God about it. And I said, what am I supposed to be doing? And I got a very clear, audible voice said, start writing. And I said, well, that's weird. So I sat down and started writing, typing. And it turned into a business plan that said that I was going to start working specifically with women to help them start businesses. And that was not really on my radar, but it was at that point. And that's been five years and six months ago, seven months ago. And um, so that's what I've been doing for the last five years is really focusing on helping women start businesses. And so that's where Morelli came from. That's my two nieces, Miranda and Ellie, put them together. They're Morelli. And so that's what I do. I now really work with startups for the most part. For someone who's been in business for three to five years and still stuck. But a lot of it is just to get them started and started right. So that's what I do. Very awesome. Very awesome. So what advice would you give to your clients now who are quarantined who really can't get out there and network and and make those you know face-to-face -face connections and build those relationships well but you know what i mean you can't let something like a quarantine stop you right we're in a world of social media we're in a world where everyone can be connected right um you just have to reach out to people learn how to you know there's a lot of skills that you probably need um to work on social media learn i mean i did a newsletter today and i said you know everyone needs to learn zoom facebook live linkedin live and youtube right those four platforms, you really need to, if you're an entrepreneur right now today, you need to be comfortable with at least one of those four. And you need to just start putting yourself out there and talking. The world wants information. The world wants good content. And right now, you can put out good content. You know, and even if you're not comfortable on video, video is the best right now. But even if you just go out and write good articles, if you're, if you're into blogging, write good blog posts and learn how to share those, you have the opportunity right now to have an enormous reach you know, on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. You know, I personally like LinkedIn you know, a lot, but, um, you know, because I'm going for the more professional woman who wants to do something there. But a lot of my clients are also on Facebook. But you definitely, there's no reason right now to say, oh, because I can't meet you face by face. 
yeah, you can. You know what? Zoom anymore is a, or FaceTime. Any of those kinds of things are just as, as good as meeting face-to-face. That's very, very good advice. And you said something that made me think. Um, oh, you personally like LinkedIn, but how does, especially a just starting or an up-and-coming business, which platform is right for them? Can you give us a little advice on, because there's so much out there and it's so overwhelming. Do you have some advice on where to kind of just start your focus? Right. And the thing is, when you're first getting started, you don't want to be everywhere. But the first thing you want to do is figure out where is your ideal client most likely to be. Okay. So on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is really for more um, higher level business. Okay. It is definitely, there's more salespeople on there. There's more business owners on there. Um, If you're targeting moms, they're not on LinkedIn. Now, they might be on LinkedIn because they're also business, but they don't wear their mom hat on LinkedIn. Good okay? point. Very good um, they're, they're wearing their business professional hat on LinkedIn. But if your talking is to mom, they might be on Facebook, right, or maybe on Instagram. Um, you know, they're, they're like in entertainment or fashion, you know, that kind of something of visual. They're probably on Instagram, maybe on uh, Pinterest, you know, more artsy kind of you know, something that's really visual. You look at those. But your regular, normal, um, you know, who's on Facebook? A lot of people on Facebook, but maybe not so much. going for millennials. Maybe you don't go on Facebook. Maybe you really look at the new, like, TikTok or even on Twitter. Like, Twitter is a really interesting platform. Um, who's on Twitter? Celebrities, politicians. Um, I, I think of Twitter as, like, the really kind of people who like conversation. They're on Twitter. Um, you know, so, but you have to figure out where your audience is and go out and be on the platform for your audience. Not necessarily where you want to be, but where's your audience? Wonderful, wonderful. So what do you do in the situation where um, somebody has an idea and they want to start a business come to you with this idea and it's not going to happen? It's just, you know, I'm sure you've run into those situations where it's it's not marketable or there's just not, you know, some way to, to present it. In a, I mean, you know, people have big ideas and sometimes they're just that ideas. There's not really, you know, how, how do you approach that kind of One of the very first things when someone's first getting started is they do need to put together a basic business plan. Part of that business plan is market research, okay? Um, You can't have a business if no one will buy what you're selling, okay? You have to be able to put together something that people will buy. Now, that being said, there are people out there that get paid to go to hotels, right, and spend the night there and write reviews, right? There are people who do get paid to just go and eat a restaurant and write reviews stuff, right? There are people who get paid to do just about anything. There are people who get paid to eat chocolate. There are people who get paid to drink wine. There are people who get paid, you know, I mean, there are people that created the cool noodle, whatever, right? Right. Um, so sometimes when you, you know, like things that right now that if they're disruptive industry, you know, when they went out to do Uber, well, they couldn't really research. They knew that there were cabs out there. And they knew that there were problems with cabs, you know, taxis, but they really didn't have a business model, so they created it. But they did enough market research to know that if they could tap into convenience and affordability, that people might, you know. So find the need and solve a problem. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because it doesn't, but you take your idea and you do the research. So that's number one. Um, and then you got to find, kind of test market a little bit. You got to do a beta test or whatever. You have to make sure that there are people out there who will buy what you want. And if you find one or two that will buy, then you can probably find 10 or 15 that will buy. If you can find 15 that will buy, you can probably find 15,000 that will buy. It's just a matter of speaking your message, explaining your marketing, and getting it out there. So have a business plan, know your market, and come up with a way that you are solving a problem in that market. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, three little simple steps. So that's very, very good advice. Um, and so let me see. So can you tell me a little bit about some of the challenges that you personally face in your business and maybe one or two examples of challenges and then how you've overcome them? Okay. Um, I think challenge number one is I moved to a city where I knew no one. Oh, that's <laughs> Which is a good and a bad thing. But um, I'll tell you, the first challenge really was getting to know people and getting to know what was going to community, getting to know who the movers and shakers were, you know, who, you know, just part of the resources in the community. And for me, what I did was I really did start using LinkedIn. I started finding women in LinkedIn and just reaching out to them and just saying, hey, are you available for coffee? I'm new in town. I'm expanding my network. I just want to get to know you. Um, and I started doing, literally, I started trying to have four meetings a day, right? And wow. one in the morning, one over lunch, one in the afternoon, and one in the evening. Um, and a lot of times, I would, what I was doing at the time, because I didn't know town that well, I would do like one in October, one in October, Mondays I'm in October, Tuesdays I'm in Wednesdays I'm in North Charleston, Thursdays I'm up in Somerville, and I would just pick those sites and say, hey, I see you're in Somerville, I'm going to be on Thursday Thursday next Thursday, can you meet at, you know, Taco Bakery at I can't hear you anymore. What? There you are. I there for a while. I couldn't hear you. Oh no! All right. Yeah. So now I hear you. Okay. So I, I got that. I got that you you know started meeting for coffee and about had set yourself up for you know four or five meetings a day yep. and um, reaching out just to people on LinkedIn. And so now, um, less than well about five years later, you have quite a following. You have a couple of Facebook groups and um, right. You know, and that's you like on LinkedIn. I have. Almost 3,000 local connections, um, you know, just people in Charleston. Um, on Facebook, I probably have another, you know, in addition to those, you know, obviously there's some crossover in there, but probably another thousand or so that are just on Facebook. Right. Um, and so I do get out um, and do connect with people. You know, and I'm one of those that I see something that's interesting, even if it's not always directly related to me, I'll still go. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't prejudge necessarily because it's always about meeting someone who may right. introduce you to someone. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. You know, and right now with everything being done on Zoom, I literally for the rest of this week, I think I have like two Zooms a day um, nice. that I'll be doing, you know, jumping on someone's and learning something, meeting people virtually, you know. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited to have you on. Um, do you have any little nugget or wisdom or anything that you want to kind of end the show with and just throw out there to anybody who's either starting a business, started a business, stuck in a business, um, just some little nugget that you'd like to share? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that if it is something that you want to do, then don't let anyone talk you out of it. Just go for it. Do it. Um, you know, the saying of don't let go of the goal, just change the method. I think that is so powerful that this is where I want to go. And you may have to turn left and then a right and then go down a curly tube before you get there. Right. But always keep that vision that where do you want to go? What's your purpose? What's your why? Always know where you want to end up. And then you can figure out a path to get there. And the path won't always be straight. Sometimes you'll have to make some adjustments, and that's okay. That's all part of the process. But definitely grab onto a goal and hold onto it and say, that's where I'm going. And just hold on for the ride because it's really pretty fun. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to be flexible. You, you can't, you know, well, this is the only way. You know what? There are so many hundreds of ways to get to where you want to be, and you haven't even thought of, you know. And that's where a tribe there's, there's or a couple hundred of them. somebody like right. that comes in because sometimes you're so wrapped up in it, you need an outside perspective. Exactly. Yeah. That's why there's coaches. You right. know, that's why there's exactly. organizations like Morelli to kind of give you that outside look and just say, hey, try this. Right. Because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Right. And you don't know what other people have done 
and seen. And that's why someone like me, I've worked with a couple hundred um, other women going through business. And so I've seen more or heard more than maybe you have. And so bring a coach alongside to kind of give you some ideas and perspective and hold you accountable. That's the other thing. You've got to be held accountable. Right. Um, you know, if you say you're going to do something, well, then by, by gosh, you're the only one who can do it. Right. Well, and in, in somebody like you, if you don't know something that I'm bringing to you, you obviously have enough of a following with, you know, 10, 12,000 people that you know somebody who can find an answer. Exactly. So I think that that's a very good point to, to make in that even if you don't know, you know somebody who does know. And so there's no reason to say, well, I don't know, so I can't do it or I can't succeed. Which brings me to another point real quick, because I know you're very big on mindset. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about why is that so important? Oh, you know what? Um, mindset is one of those things that we are, we all, from the time we're very little, we get programmed with things that we hear from our parents or you know, whatever our environment is that aren't necessarily true. They may have been true then, but they're not always true for you today. And so when you really start working on your mindset, you start to discover that you're standing in your own way a lot of the time. A lot of the time, if you're not being successful, it's because you are believing something that is not necessarily true. And mindset just opens up this whole new world. And you start really looking at some of the positive mindset. Now, it's not Pollyanna, oh, always be optimistic. No, there's that piece to it. But it's also definitely learn about yourself. And then the more you learn about yourself, the more you can learn about, oh, my gosh, there are, you don't have to be limited. You can, you can actually do that brave thing, that the reason that you're stopping is because you're scared and you're not really scared of the right thing, right? You're, you've got this fear that, you know, false evident appearing real. I believe that really is what fear is um, because when you really, there's no reason to be afraid, right? It's like if you know yourself and you ground yourself, really work on your mindset, then you can step out and do something. It may be, um, you know, you may fail, but that's okay. Part of the process. Um, you know, they got to work on that mindset so that you are solid in your core as to what you believe and who you are and you can do it. I completely agree. I know through the podcast and through my publication, I run into people that they don't, you know, we just go about our day doing our thing and oh, that's just us and that's just how I do things. And that's just who I am. And we don't always recognize the how fabulous it really is or how unique or how, you know, we just think, oh, everybody's doing that or, you know, and really know everybody's not. You're awesome. And sometimes I think that's a very good point is we need to pat ourselves on the back and, and say, you know, yeah, I did this, even though it may not be in our minds the way we wanted it to be, there's still somebody else probably would have failed two years ago or whatever. And just to focus on the accomplishment rather than the failure or the whatever. And like you right. said, to pull the, to pull the successes out of whatever it is. Yep, absolutely. It's all about your perspective. And, and again, it really does get down to knowing and accepting yourself and just really knowing that this is a journey. Right. You know? And no one, and I don't care who they are, no one has it all together. There's not a single person out there, celebrity, politician, whoever, there is not a single one that has it all together. Right. Because they're all human. That's it. Well, thank you so very much for joining us today. You gave us some great advice. Um, I, I love some of the, the information and the tidbit the little wordings that you gave us. And so I just want to thank you for taking time to be here. And if you're in the Charleston area, look up Trina Johnson at Morelli. Um, actually, you don't even have to be in the Charleston area. You coach and help people all over the world, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yep. so Absolutely. LinkedIn, tell people how they can get hold of you, some of your platforms that you're on. Um, sure. I mean, you can go to the website. It's Morelli ETC, M-I-R-E-L-L-I-E-T-C.com. Um, and check out the membership option. Follow me personally at on LinkedIn as Katrina, K-A-T-R-Y-N-A Johnson. Um, or on Facebook, it's Katrina, a.k.a. Trina Johnson. Uh, but yeah, find me. Those are the two best places, and I'll see you next time.
Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, thank you very much. Stay safe. And thanks again for joining us. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.